Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Freedom Moyer, and I'm the editor-in-chief of this podcast. For this story, it's going to be pretty straightforward, and it focuses on a special event that is taking place this week. I have gone full force these past podcast episodes, and I just think that it's time for me to to kind of calm down for a bit. So yeah, everything's fine. Uh, For this story, I will be talking about the star test. It's that time of year again, and last year we didn't have a star test due to the start of the pandemic. However, there's no escaping it this time. Even though this podcast episode will be more than likely published after the beginning of the star testing is over, it's still good to talk about it. This week, the week of the 19th through the 23rd, is the start of star testing. The English 1 star test was on Tuesday the 20th, and the English 2 star test is on the 22nd. I say it is uh, because I haven't taken the star test yet for English 2, um, but when it goes out, then I've already taken it. I I really hope that made sense. (laughs) Anyways, like I said before, there wasn't a star test at all last year. However, this year, there was no point where there wasn't going to be a star test. At first, I personally thought there wasn't going to be one because I didn't hear anybody talking about it until I saw this little app icon thing pop up on my MacBook that said star online testing. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is how it's going to work this year. Students will go to the high school when they are supposed to, and they have to take their MacBooks since that's what we'll be taking the test on. And so for the story, I interviewed Ganothio High School's principal, Mrs. Clapsaddle. I asked Mrs. Clapsaddle what she thought about the upcoming star test. Well, I think that, um, you know, like anything, it's in this t- different school year, it's gonna be a little bit of a challenge. Um, I think, though, that it'll be valuable information as a district, as the principal of the high school. We need to know where the kids are, you know, how many, how far did they fall behind? Did they fall behind? Are they on track? What are their strengths? Where are their weaknesses? Um, Because we have some kids that did very well with this, with uh, the remote learning. And they'll be able to go to college and do remote learning. That's why when people tell me, or I hear people say, oh, you know, we need this because there's going to be gaps in learning. Yeah, maybe at the younger age. I just not sure how much at the at high school, because we this is what you guys start doing when you leave here and go to college. You know, you'll start doing classes online and things like that. And you don't ever hear people at college say, oh, well, if you don't come to the campus, if you do all your classes online, you'll have gaps in learning. No, you don't hear that, right, at the college level. So I think at, at this age, at 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of that. But we still need to know what strengths and weaknesses we and where have we been successful and what have we hit because we don't know um, next year are we going to be able to offer remote learning like for kids that don't want to come back because it worked for them. Because being on a campus of 1500 gives them anxiety or, or makes them nervous or, or they, they don't mind doing the work. They just don't like having to be here with all these people and kind of meeting people where they are. So I think it's important that we, that we take that star test because unfortunately that's the, really the only thing we have to measure whether or not what we did worked or didn't work and how we can get better and how we meet kids needs. Everyone has expectations with about almost everything. So I asked Mrs. Clapsaddle what her expectations are. I think we're going to do well. One thing is, you know, I, I've, I've said this a hundred times without trying to be mean or anything, but 
teachers that teach well in person, if they're good in person, they're going to be good online. If they're not good in person, they're probably not going to be good online. I have not seen somebody where I've been in their classroom in previous years and have been like, oh, you know, we could we could really do some things better here. And then all of a sudden online, I'm like, wow, they're really phenomenal. They're just the same level as, you know, whether in person or online. So um, I'm not nervous. I think we have a strong English. English is next week, right? We have a strong English department. Since I've been here, our scores went from barely 50%. um, We're at 72%. uh, Of course, we want to be higher. I'd like to be high eight. I'm sorry, we're at 68%. Of course, I want to be in the 70s and, and move up, right? But we're making moves. It's not one or two points. You know, we're making really significant moves. And I think that we're going to be okay. You know, we may not make all, you know, 90% passing or whatever, but I think we're going to be solid and and I'm not worried. Again, I'm not using it as a, a gauge of teachers or a gauge of their learning or a gauge of kids learning. I'm, we just want to see, did they learn? Was it effective? You know, is there, what do we need to do? next year differently other than coming back in person to provide that support. So I have a kid that barely passes or barely fails like one or two questions. We're okay. If I have a kid that didn't get anything right, there was a problem, right? And and if I look at that teacher's data and the majority passed, but this one didn't, then there's the, the other issue. Then we need to work on helping that particular student. Next, I asked if there are any star tests that are canceled this year. No, nothing's canceled. Nothing at all. We have um, this coming week, the 20th, we have English 1. On the 22nd, we have English 2. And then starting in May, um, we have algebra, biology, and um, U.S. history. U.S. history is on the 11th, I believe, of May. And then um, I believe algebra is on the 4th and biology is on the 6th. So, no. There Now, there are some other, like, some schools will give Algebra 2, but we don't give that, that test. You can. A lot of people will give it and use it to get kids to, um, for different uh, classes or whatever, but we don't see any reason to add that pressure or to have kids do it. So, um, yeah, there everything, nothing is canceled. This year has been a learning experience for all of us. And we students have been trying to get prepared for this test, given the circumstances we are in. So I asked Mrs. Clapsaddle if she thought we were prepared for this test. I do. I think they are. Um, I I do have a bit of a pause when I hear parents say, no, I'm not going to send them. But I guarantee you that kids are out there at the malls, they're at Walmart, they're at Target. I know let's go to Ross, we're going to your grandma and grandpa's, we're going to your aunt and uncle's. They're going to be safer here because we're going to make sure they're not close to anybody. We're going to make sure they have their masks on. We're going to make sure they're washing their hands. And we only have about seven to eight kids pretty much in every classroom, the way we have it set up. And so, and I'm super like, Ah, the poor kids here, they're like, Miss, you don't have to yell. I'm not yelling, I have a mask on. 
so it does sound like yelling, but I'm always like, I don't care if you live together, if you kiss each other, good night every night, you walk in a straight line. <laughs> and so um, super important, you know, that kids just pay attention to everything. But I, what I would say to parents is it's safe here. If you feel safe enough to take them to your family gatherings, take them with you to Walmart, to Ross, to wherever it is you take them out to eat at restaurants, they're going to be even safer here because there's they're going to be in a, in a room with only about four or five other people and they have their masks on and we make sure that they're super safe. Finally, I asked what should every student expect walking into this and coming out? Well, I think that um, they should expect really some good information and they need to take it seriously so they have good information on, on their learning and what they, um, what they got this year and what they learned. I don't want to say this year was a waste. I think it was a great opportunity for change and to adapt and to learn in a different way because that's what life is about, right? And I hope that we don't go back to that same traditional type things I, like i would hate to see us waste a good crisis um i want us to be able to say hey let's offer this or let's be able to offer that and and really meet the needs of our kids so i think for kids coming in just use this as an opportunity to show off how much you learned because that data may be what helps us convince the state to let us offer almost like a school within a school a virtual school you know, if you want to do from home, then you can stay home and learn from home and you'll have certain teachers and then other teachers will teach the kids that are here in person. So I just think it's a real neat opportunity. And who knows if our scores are, are, are good, then wouldn't it be cool if we could run a hybrid schedule? Like only ninth graders on Mondays and Tuesdays and alternating, but still giving people the option. If you really want to be here every day, you can. But if you don't, you don't have to. You can run on a hybrid if you want. I mean, think about that, that just to have that opportunity, right? But a lot of it, I think, is going to depend on where we do with those scores. So I really hope kids will take it seriously. Let's all take a breather here, guys. We'll be fine. All right. I wish everyone luck on the star test and we'll do great. Now, moving on to my next story. 